Man, hey yo, what it do? It's your boy Ras that dude. What's happening in Hey man, it's Wednesday, man. I ain't got nothing to do right now, but come and talk to y'all. Drop a little something on y'all, man. You know what it is. I'm finna go in storytelling mode. You dig? So I'm about to tell y'all about this one time when I was living in Atlanta, man. I used to live in the ATL for like two years, man. I lived in zone four, zone six, all that shit, man. I was out there in Boulder Crest Apartments, man. I was right there in fucking, fucking, uh, 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 fucking, uh, Gucci man hood, man. I was right there. OJ the Juice, man. I was right there. I was right there, man. Used to be going to Club Libra and shit. Turned the fuck up. I used to love Club Libra, man. I want to move back to Atlanta so I can see them asses bounce again. Oh, my gosh. I miss that. But anyway, man, when I lived in ATL, man, that was the first time a nigga really real life tried to fucking rob me straight. Put the gun to a nigga head like, nigga, give me the 50. I'm like, oh, shit. But let me tell you how the story went, though, man. You know what I'm saying? I gotta let y'all know how that shit went in a little. I'm going a, a, I'm to make it a, it's a long story. I'm going to make that shit short, though, man. So stay tuned. Ah, uh, yo, man, it was a corner store right up there where I lived. I lived over there on Mary George Road, you know what I'm saying? Right off of Hollywood Road, you know what I'm saying, in Atlanta. So, like, there used to be this corner store right there. It was called uh, Lolo's, you know what I'm saying? And the nigga name there was Lolo, you know what I'm saying? So I go in there, a little Armenian dude going there, chop it up with Lolo. He was like the hood hero for real in Armenia in the hood, you feel me? Because he, anything he would have brought in there to sell, he was going to cash you out for it just to help you out. He'd make his money, though, too. He was a hustler. He knew what the fuck he was doing. You know what I'm saying? He, he after the reason he the reason really I left Atlanta because he bought my house, but I ain't I ain't here to tell y'all about that. We'll talk about that another time. You know what I'm saying? Because y'all don't know nothing about me, but you'll find out, nigga. I'm brilliant. But anyway, so I was fucking broke as fuck. I was working at FedEx, broker than a bitch. I'm telling you, me and my roommate Chris, my cousin, man, nigga, he he was broker than me. I was already broke. He was broker. Like how you get broker than a broke nigga? Like that's crazy. So. You know what I'm saying? We couldn't afford to barely get to fucking work. Like, we was putting $3 and $5 in the tank just to get to work. I don't know how this shit was making it, but I had a little uh, V6 uh, Mustang, so that bitch was viping through the fucking roads. It was getting there somehow, some way. So, like, I had got flat broke this time. My dumb ass was like, man, I need to smoke. I thought about smoking other than putting that $5 in the tank for gas, so I bought a little $5 bag, you know what I'm saying? And I would stretch that out for about three, four blunts. $5 bag went to four blunts, for real, for real, because I was going to roll up some skimpy throw a little tobacco in that bitch, make it a split blunt. Feel me? But, uh, so, yeah, I ain't had no money, but I had a little pink iPod I had. So, I'm like, man, let me sell this motherfucker. Let me go to Lolo. I know this motherfucker worth some money. Go to Lolo like, man, what's happening? What you gonna give me for this? Lolo looking at it, he like, are oh, you trying to sell it? I'm like, yeah, man, I need this money. I need the money bad, man. I caught a flat on my car. I need to get a new tire. And he like, oh, man, I want to help you. I want to help you. He, he, I'm like, he like, how much you want? I was like, I told him, I need 50. He kept on trying to give me 30. I'm like, man, I can't take 30, man. This thing worth way more than that. It was the iPod Nano. It was hot at the time. I'm like, man, this motherfucker worth more than that. But I need 50, bro. He's like, you know what? I'm gonna give you 50. He went to try to give me $50. Some off-brand-ass weird fuckboy behind me just reaches his arm over, like, on the side of me, like, real fast, and tries to snatch the money when that nigga was giving the money to me. Like, when he went to, like, hand the money, that nigga, like, threw his arm out there like it was for him. I turned around, who the fuck is you? 
And Lolo snatched the money back like, nigga, get the fuck out of my store. Don't come back to my fucking store ever again. You're not allowed at my store. You're fucking stealer. You're keeper. You thief. Get the fuck out of here. He threw the middle finger up at him laughing and shit. I told him, hey, Lolo, it was cool because if you'd have took that money, I was going to beat the dog shit out of his ass. The nigga looked back at me like I was on some bullshit or I was lying. Nigga, I was hungry, nigga, and starving and needed a tire, nigga, and already had to walk the fucking rim all the way to the tire shop and then walk it all the way back home. Nigga, I was on savage mode, bro. You really didn't want that issue. But I guess I really didn't want that issue either. Hmm. Let me keep telling y'all the story. So anyway, get the money. I walk out the store. I'm telling Chris, like, what happened? Chris like, what? Who? I'm like, that goofy nigga right there. He over there with like two other niggas. They probably was talking about it, but they was looking like they was scared because me and Chris came out that motherfucker. Look, we was working at FedEx. We was on rip mode. We was coming out shit looking swole and shit looking like we had body bust your motherfucking that Body bust your motherfucking head open, nigga. So then... Motherfuckers was like looking at us staring, looking like they scared, nigga. We was like, nigga, looking like we hard. We like, yeah, walking home. They sitting on their car and shit. So we get to walk into the crib, back to the crib. Atlanta got these big ass hills up there on Mary George Road. So we walking up this big ass, steep ass hill. And like, as we walking, we see Buddy again. I didn't pay attention. This nigga had a sombrero hat on. However the fuck he said, a sombrero. He had a sombrero hat on. So I'm like, the fuck this nigga got this big stupid hat on? And we laughing at the nigga. We laughing. We talking about, ah, that's the same goofy nigga. He would have got his ass whooped twice. We laughing about it. Like, hell yeah. Uh, continue our walk up to the crib. Next thing you know, all I hear is a few steps. Like, I go to turn around. That nigga's cocked that bitch back. Put it in my head and say, yeah. Yeah, nigga. Give me that motherfucker fit to shout it. Yeah, shout it. Give me that goddamn fit to now. Yeah, shout it. What you gonna do now, shout it? Talking all that shit. Shout it. Talk that shit now. Shout it. Give me that fit. Give me that fit. I looked at that nigga. I said, I looked at him up and down. Then I looked at the gun. The gun was one raggedy motherfucking gun. I, be, I It was so motherfucking old and raggedy looking. I didn't even believe the motherfucking shot. It looked like he'd shoot the motherfucker. He'd shoot his ass instead of me. But shit, I wasn't finna chance this shit, you know what I'm saying? You only get one shot, oh shit, he only got one shot, I don't know. I wasn't finna chance that shit with his goofy ass. So, the nigga shaking, holding a gun, I'm like, oh, this nigga serious, he scared, he ready to pop my ass. So I told the nigga, I thought about it, all that pride got in the goddamn way, man. I looked at that nigga in his eyes, and I said, man, you chose the right nigga today. Cause you gonna have to shoot me, nigga, you ain't getting this 50, nigga, I need this shit. Nah, ain't, nigga ain't even thinking about it. Nigga, if he shoots your dumb ass, what you gonna do with the 50 when you're dead? Hospital. Leaking. What you gonna do with the 50? You gonna need more than 50 when you go to the hospital, nigga. I didn't think about that. But, I don't know. Let me keep telling y'all the story. So the motherfucker starts shaking. I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. That nigga finna pop my ass. I see my whole life flashing in my head. I start thinking about my mama gonna be crying. Oh, shit. Everybody gonna be like, damn, Raz, why you just didn't get a nigga the 50? So, you know what I'm saying? I touched the 50 in my pocket. And I let that bitch go again. I said, yeah, nigga. You gonna have to shoot me, bruh. Hell no. Nah. And my cousin Chris had took off running. But the nigga came back. He a real nigga. A real nigga runs and come back. A, a fake nigga just run. And um, you'll never see the nigga again till you see that nigga one day randomly. Like, damn, you bitch-ass nigga. But, yeah, my nigga went. My cousin, I thought he was going to get on some. I wouldn't have blamed him if he ran because I was done for sitting there, like, and didn't give him the money and just going on about my day. You know what I'm saying? Like, but my cousin came back. He started walking behind that nigga. So I was like, okay, I'll peep what he was doing. I'm like, okay, he's going to try to walk behind him and try to do some shit. 
And then we're going to do some Jackie Chan Jelly type shit. That's what I was thinking. But okay, okay. So I was trying to distract him and, like, let him know, like, make him look another way so my cousin could kind of ease his way around him. So, but he peeped that shit. He seen my cousin. He said, get your ass back, shawty, before I shoot you in your motherfucking dick. I'm like, God damn you, Ruthless, you little motherfucker. He was short as fuck. About five, five. Little five, five nigga tell me he gonna shoot somebody in the dick. Is that the first thing your little ass see when you roll up on some grown men, nigga? <laughs> Weirdo. But hey, but I ain't gonna lie, I got scared as fuck for Chris. I was like, God damn, Chris, he finna shoot you in your motherfucking dick, man. You ain't gonna be able to have no bitches, no fucking no head nothing nigga god damn i was shaking i grabbed my dick forward chris grabbed his dick and was like oh his knees was shaking and shit i i, I felt it i felt it for him my shit would have been shaking too that nigga aimed the gun towards his dick i will shoot you in your dick shout quit fucking playing with me shout give me the motherfucking 50 I was like, oh, shit, that nigga said about that 50 dollars. <laughs> so, nigga, look, I went to acting mode. I'm a great actor. That's how I felt. So I was like, look, I seen somebody outside. The lady was outside watering her grass. She looked at that nigga trying to rob me. And guess what that bitch did? Turned back around and kept watering her motherfucking grass. Didn't give a fuck about rass ass. I said, God damn. So then I looked down the street. I seen a motherfucker walk in the house. So I just act like I knew that nigga. I said, hey, hey, bruh, hey, bruh, shoot this motherfucker. Shoot this nigga. I said, there go my nigga now. Yeah, you finna get your ass shot, bitch ass nigga. I'm talking all this shit like that really knew that nigga. I ain't know who the fuck that nigga was. That nigga wasn't studding me. That nigga didn't give a fuck about me. The nigga look. And we in the house, so it looked good, though. It looked good on wax when I said, yeah, nigga, go get the gun. That nigga never came back outside, boy. I was so fucked. I was like, god damn, he ain't coming back. He ain't gonna come back. But it, it, it worked for a little bit because he was scared. He wanted to look back, but he was scared to look back because Chris was on the side. I was in front of him. Now he think a nigga coming behind him with a gun. He was kind of shook. Then when he looked back and didn't see nobody there after a few minutes, and he said, quit fucking playing with me, shawty. Give me the motherfucking 50 before I blow your fucking knee off. Man, I got so goddamn scared, and I still was thinking, you ain't getting this 50, you little short motherfucker. You short, light-skinned, Kevin Hart-looking motherfucker. You ain't getting shit from me, boy. Boy, you better go find another nigga. You picked the right light-skinned nigga today. I hope your little ugly ass hear this one day. You probably in prison, nigga rotting somewhere. Because, nigga, niggas like you, that's what happened to you, you little bitch-ass nigga. But anyway, let me finish the story. Let me tell y'all this malacarous-ass shit I just did. So, I seen a big-ass truck coming down the street, right? Big-ass pickup truck. I thought about being, like, on my 007 shit, right? I'm like, man, I can't keep sitting here. Brody gonna mess around and shoot me. He keep talking about shooting me. He gonna shoot me for real in a minute. I'm like, I can't let him say it again. So, when the truck coming, I just took off running in front of the truck like, fuck it. The truck slams on his brake. Ah, I'm like, please don't hit me, truck. Oh, shit. And, I, and the truck just like, man, lucky with one of them new little pickup trucks. It had them anti-locks. That motherfucker jerked back. Boop, boop, boop. I ran on the side of that motherfucker and then took off running to the side of this house. And I was going to run and just keep going to my house. And then my pride kicked in again. I took all the shit out of my pocket, put it on the side of this house in this bush. And I came back around. And Chris was like, what you doing? I said, man. Fuck that nigga. I'm finna fuck that nigga up. I, I said it like the nigga ain't got the gun still. I don't know what was wrong with me. I was telling the nigga I was talking shit. Me and Chris, we both started talking shit. Yeah, nigga, we gonna fuck you up, bitch ass nigga. That's why we know where the fuck you live at. Yeah, you ain't know that, huh? Yeah, we gonna pull back up on you. And this motherfucker that was in the pickup truck, 
hops out the pickup truck. He hops out, yelling at the dude with the gun. He deaf, though. Crazy part about it is I met this dude before I gave him a ride home. He needed a ride home and uh, for something. It was an emergency. I forgot what had happened. He ran out of gas. Somebody ran out of gas, and he was trying to get gas for him. He was a good. He seemed like a good-hearted person. He was in the army, and he went deaf in the army. Something blew up or something, and he lost his hearing. I don't know what happened, something like that. So he couldn't really talk that good no more. So he was just like, oh, I mean, it was like he was talking, but he didn't know how he sounded. So he was like super extremely loud. But I understood he needed a ride somewhere when I met him. I was like, okay, I gave him a ride, and he broke me off with some money, told me he was in the army. I didn't believe him. But when I seen him in that pickup, nice-ass pickup truck, and he pulled up, and the motherfucker pulled out a gun out the pickup truck, and all I heard was him say, "Tell my friend! He was talking about me. Called me his friend. And he was going to stand up to the nigga with the gun, because the nigga with the gun, his other two friends ended up coming up the fucking hill to help that nigga, and they had bigger guns than him. They had real guns. One nigga had a shotgun, the other nigga had something. I don't know what the fuck it was, but it was big. I said, God damn. And he, the deaf dude, was yelling at all three of them niggas. I would get on the motherfucker. Pull me, motherfucker. I'll be my friend. Get my friend. I was like, I was looking. I was on the side of his truck still. I wouldn't come back over because them niggas had guns. I was like, oh shit. And they just looked at him, with a looked at him up and down and was just like, with a face like, man, fuck you, nigga. And they just walked down that hill with those big ass guns like they wasn't walking down the hill with big ass guns. I mean, at broad day, like this shit happened at 12 a.m. at noon. This was at noon when this shit happened, man. People was outside. Cars was riding past me. We was in the middle of the street when this nigga was trying to ride me. Nobody fucking helped me. That's one thing I I'll tell you about Atlanta. Motherfuckers mind they own motherfucking business at the same time. They the most nosiest motherfuckers in the world. All right? I hope that made sense. If it didn't replay this shit to it makes sense. All right? Get that. You know what I'm saying? Each one teach one. I hope you understand that too, man. I love y'all, man. I, 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 hey, look. I'm still alive, man, and and don't let your pride get getting get aside of anything, man. When shit like that happen, man, surrender, man, surrender to the bullshit because your life is way more important than there's people out here that really care about you, man, that love you, man, and that was just done for me. There's people out here that love and care for me, and I was about to just take that all away from them. You know what I'm saying? So that was kind of crazy. I was being selfish, thinking, but at the same time, man, I'm a man. I'm a wolf. I'm the leader of this pack, baby. Usually the leader is in the back in the wolf pack. You feel me? I, I, and this time I was in the front. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't used to that. I'm used to I was I wasn't used to that. So, you know, shit went a little sideways. So then I ended up going home, right? Get to the crib. Deaf dude drive us to the crib. Drop me off. Me and my cousin. We go to the crib. I'm sitting here shaking up. I ain't gonna lie. After everything happened and my drilling stopped pumping, I'm shaking like a bitch. I'm like, my mind is just discombobulated. I can't believe what the fuck had happened. I couldn't believe nothing that was fucking going on, man. I was so fucking lost. I couldn't believe I was alive. I swore up and down I was dead. I kept asking Chris, you sure I ain't dead? You sure I'm just not thinking that I'm alive and I'm thinking that I'm still going through life, but really I'm dead? And then Chris fired on me in my arm. I'm like, ah, bitch ass nigga. He like, yeah, you still alive? I was like, god damn, I must be because shit, when you dead, I doubt shit hurt like that. Shit, I'm going to beat his ass, boy. So then, 15, 20 minutes later after talking, motherfucker knock at the door. He's like, who the fuck is this white ball head ass nigga at the door? White ball head man at the door talking about he's motherfucking detective of this and that and shit and then he asked us 
have we ever seen first 48? I said, hell yeah. They came. He's like, we coming to Atlanta and it isn't that. Then when I realized, oh, this the bald-headed ass dude from first 48. Oh, shit. Brody came to our house, bro. Starts telling us that the whole neighborhood, this one I knew, Atlanta, mind their own business, but they the most nosiest motherfuckers in the world. And if you don't understand that, please replay this until you understand that. All right? Go peace. So... He said everybody had told him where we lived at, where we was at, all the shit. So, yeah, ballhead motherfucker come over there. Talking about everybody then told him where we lived at and what happened. People was calling. I said it didn't look like it. Motherfuckers outside watching. Motherfucker old lady watered her grass and kept watering her grass. After she looked, seen the motherfucker had a gun at my ass. She kept watering her grass. He like, well, somebody called. They told us, and they showed us where you lived at. They said, the, 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 uh, the young boys from Indiana. He said, y'all from Indiana? I said, yeah, that's crazy. I said, damn, everybody in the neighborhood know we the niggas from Indiana, huh? That crazy. Atlanta be talking, boy. Y'all be talking to that motherfucker. High Atlanta news. They got the street news on lock. Trust me. So, <laughs> motherfucker asked him to come to the police station. Shit, we had to go to the police station and so he could discuss these guys is something he was like you know what i'm saying so we get there he telling like these guys are like you know um it's crazy he was like he was very like shocked that i told the guy to shoot me and the guy didn't shoot me and i'm like why the fuck you shocked he didn't shoot me he said because that same guy killed a whole family this morning tied him up killed him it said something about the mama was the only one that survived but she died at the neighbor's house telling them that it was four black men that came over there and telling the story about the time the ambulance all got there. I guess she died in the ambulance. But they killed the kids. They killed everybody. They killed the dad. And this same motherfucker was at a corner store trying to take $50 from me. What the fuck? And I told the nigga to shoot me. And hey, nigga, you been killing all morning? Nigga, it was only noon. Nigga, what the fuck? Y'all woke up at 6? Killing shit? Oh, hell no, man. I, that's when I knew I was blessed. I knew that God had something in this world. It's something for me to be doing. It's something for me to capitalize on. It's something for me to be big and help out other motherfuckers and tell y'all don't be that damn dumb like me. Trust me. Don't be that dumb. Get your money up. You know, you gonna make some more. You get, God gonna bless you with more money. Quit playing. Stop acting like God don't bless you. That's how I had to, I, that's what I realized after a while. Like, God blessed me. Why would I even do that? Like, chance my life. That was, that was like playing with God. Like, I was testing God. I ain't testing God no more, man. God saved me. Dude, he's, as much as he wanted to pull the trigger, God was holding his fingers back. He couldn't. He wanted to, but he had sleep paralysis while he's woke type shit. Feel me? So, we go to the police station. They showing us pictures. None of the pictures they showed us was the motherfuckers. And he was like, oh, okay, we just making sure. They never even showed us who the motherfuckers was. They real pictures. But I kept telling them, them ain't the niggas. Them ain't the niggas. None of them was the niggas. So, yeah, I ain't no snitch. But I would have snitched. Fuck is y'all talking about? Who the fuck is y'all talking about? Nigga, I would have turned into a... I ain't no, 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 no. I ain't gonna even use that nigga name. Anyway, I ain't no snitch, but I would have snitched on them bitch-ass nigga putting a fucking gun on my head over $50 when I was trying to get a tire just to go to work so I could pay my motherfucking bills. Fuck. Fuck, nigga. You was gonna take my life over 50 bucks? I, I should have told on you 15 times, nigga. Fuck. But anyway... Yeah, it's good to tell them niggas like that. You know why? Because we got young youth people out here that's really out here trying to work and bust their ass to go out here and do something and become something. And then to be a man like that, that because I'm sitting out here talking about don't snitch, don't snitch, don't snitch, even though this is a bitch-ass dude. 
he he ready to take young men's life over 50 bucks. 50 bucks. He about to ruin a future that could have been our future president. Take the future president away. We don't know that. You know what I'm saying? And it's good to always put people away like that. You know what I'm saying? If I ain't got the thing to put him away, I'm going to call him people put him away. You feel me? Because that wasn't right. He'd fuck me up. It's been years ago. I'm telling you, this happened in 2011. I'm still fucked up in 2020. I still have bad dreams. I still don't like when people walk up behind me. I, I don't trust shit. You know what I'm saying? That messes you up getting robbed. You know what I mean? Or attempted rob. Nigga put a gun in your head. So, you know what I'm saying? I just... Had to come and drop that on y'all because, man, I had to get that shit out there. You know what I'm saying? I want the whole world to know that bitch-ass nigga and this bitch niggas out here like that, man. We got to watch out. We got to protect our youth, man, because they are the future. And we got to protect our future. You know what I'm saying? And people like him will take away the youth. They will take away our future. You know what I'm saying? And if you don't know my name and you've been listening to me this long, it's Rash That Dude, and I hope you can hear me signing out because I'm getting the fuck out of here because I done dropped a lot of information on you. Hear me signing out? Gang, gang, gang. I love y'all, man. I hope your stress go to the wrong address. Each one teach one, and it ain't no fun if the homies ain't getting no money with you.